Lord's Health System, one of the region's leading healthcare providers, proudly presents Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Lord's Health System offers a comprehensive breast care imaging program with all the imaging modalities necessary to treat breast cancer at its earliest, most treatable stages. My guest today is Dr. Kathleen Greatrex. She's the chair of the Department of Radiology and Nuclear Medicine and the division chief of breast imaging for the Lord's Health System. She's also one of the nation's leading experts on breast imaging. Welcome to the show, Dr. Greatrex. Tell us what type of imaging modalities are available to catch and treat breast cancer early? Well, besides uh, the mainstay of uh, diagnosis and uh, digital breast mammography, uh, there are other ways to diagnose it. Uh, ultrasound imaging, MRI imaging, um, and now the new uh, 3D tomosynthesis imaging uh, that's being utilized uh, in many centers across the country, not all. We're very fortunate that we just got our 3D breast tomosynthesis uh, uh, machine, so we're we're up and running and, and using it on a daily basis, uh, especially in those women with dense breasts. So it's really proven to be uh, quite important in uh, imaging the breast in a way that 2D imaging can't. Um, so it's uh, been proven to uh, increase the sensitivity of uh, picking up breast cancers by about 27%. And uh, really very, very helpful in those women who are younger, have dense breast tissue, uh, where reading a 2D image is uh, quite difficult. So it's really helped us a lot in diagnosing this disease when we can get it at a stage that it can be treated. So tell us a little bit more about the tomosynthesis. And is this, do you think going to be more of a mainstream, or is it something then you use for diagnostic? Every woman dreads that waiting period from their mammogram to the, we need to see you again. Right. Is this the second thing you do, or would this replace the standard 2D mammogram? Um, it's not going to probably replace the standard 2D mammogram, but it's going to be, be used in conjunction with the 2D mammogram, and that's how we are offering it. We're giving women the option of getting the study. Uh, we also recommend it in women who have dense breast tissue, uh, we ask them uh, to, uh, you know, we, we look at their prior studies. We can deduce them how dense the breast tissue is. And at that point, uh, we can recommend a breast tomosynthesis. Um, the FDA re- approved it um, in February of 2011. Um, and it's a method of imaging the breast in three dimensions. And the image slices are about a, a millimeter thick. And, uh, and we can actually image the breast in several different angles. And we use these multiple images to reconstruct the 3D data set. Uh, the process is really similar to a CAT scan, where you, view, you actually view the body at different angles, and then you reconstruct the volume. Um, there have been multiple studies uh, which have shown that the sensitivity for picking up breast cancers uh, increased from 66% to 76%. Uh, the true positive rate or specificity increases from 81% to 89%. And the beautiful thing about this is that the recall rate, that's the, the rate at which we have women come back for other images, was reduced by 43%. Wow. So this is a great modality uh, for putting a woman's mind at rest uh, when she gets her mammogram. 
That's great information and so nice for women to hear. Now, what about if you spot something? People hear about breast ultrasounds and they wonder why that's not the first thing that you do. Tell us about some of the other things that you do if you spot something suspicious. Well, if we spot something uh, suspicious, we, we, we want to find out, is it a solid something or is it a cyst? If it's a cyst and if it fills the criteria of a cyst, then we can be almost 100% assured that it's a benign process. However, if it is solid on ultrasound, then we've got to look at it a little bit further. It is, and it's at that point that we more than likely, in most cases, uh, will recommend the biopsy. Um, other ways that you can evaluate women um, after we spot compressed something and we see something that's not quite right is an MRI. Um, An MRI is a great modality for evaluating um, soft tissue masses uh, to deduce uh, whether is it a benign process like a fibroadenoma or is is it a malignant process. Uh, So MRI is is another modality besides ultrasound. Uh, So we've got a lot of things in our arsenal which help us to evaluate areas that are asymmetrical in the breast, uh, that are questionable, um, either the woman feels it, she, you know, or we see it on the mammogram. Um, so it's it's really proven. Uh, ultrasound has proven to be quite a simple procedure. No radiation is associated with an ultrasound, but it gives us the way in which to deduce whether something is a cyst or a solid mass. Ultrasound guided core biopsies. Uh, under ultrasound guidance, which is also very simple to do, a simple procedure to do, um, as opposed to other means with which we we do biopsies. What do you recommend for women who have dense breasts? Because now there's even breast density laws being put around that you, you let a woman know this is what she has. Do women with dense breasts, and as we get older, do we ask you, for an ultrasound or a breast MRI, just to be sure every year? Well, what happens is when we read the mammogram, now we're mandated in the state of New Jersey, state of Pennsylvania, we're mandated, and there are other states across the country as well, that we have to report out on the mammogram itself in the report whether the tissue is dense or whether it's fatty. If it is dense, how dense is it? And we use a, uh, we categorize it from a, a one to a four. One and two usually means that the breast tissue is more fatty than dense. And in those cases, we don't really recommend that uh, any further imaging be performed. However, in those women with category three and four dense breast tissues, it's those women that we're a little bit unsure about because when you read a mammogram and it's very dense, it's like looking through a snowstorm. It's just a white, blanked out, tissue. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's very, very difficult uh, to read a mammogram when you're trying to look through this very dense breast tissue. And in those women, we do recommend that either they get a follow-up ultrasound as a, as a second way for us to look at the, de- at the breast tissue or a tomosynthesis. The in- interesting thing that research has found is that breast tissue density is a significant independent risk factor for breast cancer. It increases the relative risk by four to five times, which is a pretty big number. So also the false positive rates increase, and the sensitivity and specificity of mammography is reduced. 
So when we see dense breast tissue, it's really important uh, for the patient uh, to be alerted, and they're, they're usually alerted through their, their physician that ordered the study to begin with, their mammogram, and, and have them return for bilateral breast ultrasound or bilateral breast tomosynthesis as another means with which for us to, to look at the breast tissue. It's, um, it's interesting that um, in, in our younger patients, you're going to see much more dense breast tissue because the breast tissue at that point is very hormonally responsive. So there's all these hormones of estrogen and progesterone that are flowing through the body, and they have an effect on breast tissue by causing this increased density. As we get older, the levels of estrogen and progesterone diminish, and there, too, the degree of density of the breast tissue diminishes. So reading a mammogram in the later years of life is a little easier than it is in the younger years of life. But... You never want to miss a breast cancer in a young person, and that's why we always recommend that women follow up with these other modalities so that we can look through and look at this and look at the breast tissue in a different way. Dr. Greatrex, what do you tell women when they ask you and they see in the media that certain organizations are even disrecommending mammograms now or recommending them a little bit less frequently. What do you tell them when they ask you about this? I, I find it to be very distressing uh, because, you know, I diagnose women in their 40s with breast cancer and, and to know that there's a potential of missing it and not seeing it because, or, or not even that, but that they never had a mammogram is a screening study at beginning at age 40 and every year after that. And say if they, they got breast cancer, you know, at the age of, you know, 40 and or 42 or whatever, and we never did a mammogram, we would never know. So what, what they found is that, um, you know, when you consider the statistics in this country for breast cancer, one in eight women are going to get breast cancer in this country. And you're talking about not screening women on a yearly basis after the age of 40, we're going to miss breast cancers. Women are needlessly going to die. The lymph node involvement or the spread of the tumors will increase. The numbers of women that are going to need mastectomies will increase. The numbers of women that are going to need chemotherapy are going to increase. So I am not an advocate of the changes that the, uh, that, that, you know, that have been talked about. I believe that we should continue to do the screening as we have in the past, every year after the age of 40, and I think it should stand as that. Beautifully put and so well-spoken. Dr. Great Rex, in just the last few minutes, give us your best advice for women in all of these terminology that we've gone through today about breast imaging and the breast imaging studies and the diagnostic tools that you use and why they should come to Lord's Health System for their care. Well, I think it's because we, we pride ourselves on treating the entire person. I always think about each patient. And it's not just the patient. It's everyone in that patient's lives that love them are impacted by what we do. So we always take those things into consideration. I lost my mother to breast cancer when I was a medical student. She was 56. So I come with a history 
that makes me very cognizant of the patients I take care of and the families that are affected by what decisions I make for each patient. So I think given that, we have a very strong empathy here. I think also the fact that we've got amazing equipment, um, the, 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 best, the best that you could have, we have here, 3D mammography, breast MRI, stereotactic biopsy capability, ultrasound-guided core biopsy capability. Uh, we can do everything, and we have the trained professionals to do it. I'm one of the few fellowship-trained breast imagers probably in this area. I trained at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center, and I think it's probably one of the finest centers in the world to learn about breast cancer, breast imaging. So I pride myself on my knowledge, what I've learned, and what I've brought here uh, to Lourdes. I was born at Lourdes, so I have a strong feeling about the place, and certainly uh, the, the type of care that we give I think is second to none. Thank you, doctor, so much. It's great information. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk. For more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.